Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Will. Today I'm joined by C.I.I. Jones, author of A Boy and His Dog and Pecking Order. Caleb, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. So I started the episode by asking, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? Well, I kind of cheated on this because I do listen to a lot of your podcasts and I got my normie answer. Uh, I'll go with Rosemary's Baby. I love that movie. Well, that's a good one. Uh, I wanted to shout out a movie that I don't see get a lot of love. Have you ever heard of a movie called Kill List? I haven't heard of that one. Definitely check it out. It's about these uh, these two English hitmen and uh, they get kind of roped into a job. And I don't want to say much because, like, it is like a real left field movie. Like, it changes genres like halfway through, and it just goes completely off the rails. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty fun one. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, Rosemary's Baby, how did you come across the movie? Um, well, I think probably when I was like thirteen, I I was just watching a ton of movies anyway, and. Uh, I think at the time there was a store called FYE in my mall. I don't know if you're familiar with that, mm -hmm. uh, but it's like the one place that I could get the quirks to sell me R-rated movies. So I would always just uh, go there and buy whatever, whatever was cheap. And I found a cheap copy of Rosemary's Baby and uh, just kind of blew my mind. Nice. That was a really good yeah. movie based on the book by uh, Ira Levin, I believe. Ira Levin. Yep. Yep weird he uh i mean that that book's like a straightforward horror uh but he never i mean stepford wives is kind of like a thriller and he wrote like a sci-fi that i can't remember the title of but he never really went back to that that just straight horror genre like rosemary's baby <clears throat> but that movie or that book is just as much a masterpiece as the as the movie is in my opinion it was a good one so who are some of your yeah, favorite authors? Yeah. Like who are your influences? Um, definitely. Uh, I think it's unavoidable for most horror writers to not bring up Stephen King, uh, especially uh, his uh, memoir uh, on writing. I've probably read that either like reading it or listening to the audible version of it, maybe 10 times. That's pretty much like a religious text for me. So uh, him, uh, and I, I mean, I'm a, a wit student, so I, my my influences and people that I just love range quite drastically. Uh, you know, I love Faulkner and Steinbeck all the way up to like, you know, Thomas Wolfe, stuff like that. Uh, but horror is my true love, and you know, Stephen King's probably my biggest influence there. Do you have a book by him in particular you really like? First book of his that I ever read was Salem's Lot, and uh, I distinctly remember there's a scene where uh, one of the vampires comes to his friend's house, and he's floating at the second win uh, second story window, just scraping at the window, trying to get him to wet to to wet him in. And uh, I probably read that when I was like twelve or thirteen. I distinctly remember I I slept on the second floor of our house, and I spent several weeks after that uh spacing away from the window because i was just convinced that uh there's going to be a vampire trying to get me to wet wet him inside <laughs> scared the hell out of me 
So when you're writing, what is your process like? Do you outline? No, I'm a, I'm I've tried outlining, but it just gets me too committed to certain plot points that sound really cool before I write them out. And then I end up just trying too hard to make everything leading up to that fit in. And it ends up just kind of throwing everything off for me. So I'm, I'm definitely a, a pantser, I guess is what people are calling it these days. But the most that I'll do is, you know, if I'm in the middle of writing and I have some idea for, for something in the next chapter, uh, I'll come down like a couple spaces in my Word document and just put like a bolt out and say, you know, consider this, this character might do this next chapter. And then I'll just have it there for a reference point. And if it fits, I'll, I'll start writing it in once once it makes sense uh, within the plot to do so. Uh, but for the most part, I, I stay away from notes outside of like character names and stuff like that because it just throws me off too much. Yeah. Plus, if you have too many notes, you start to uh, like accumulate them, and it gets harder to get more organized. Like, I remember yep, when I was exactly. taking like little tiny notes on pieces of paper. I would just have pockets full of paper at the end of the day, and I'd be like, "What the hell am I going to do with all these?" Oh, <laughs> uh, I still i so I do take notes for just like basic story ideas um, before I start actually writing something or composing a story. Um, and I still have like notes written down on like on like scrap pieces of paper that have been stuffed in my wallet for, you know, years now. Um, and eventually I had the bright idea of uh, just using the notebook app on my phone, which uh, helps me keep it a little more organized instead of having stuff just falling out of my pockets or my wallet all the time. I forget who it was. He told me recently, like they use the note app and the phone, but they also like text their wife, these ideas for horror stories. I was like, if you want to like stop by a cop, they start looking through <laughs> the funniest thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole like horror writers really don't want anybody going through uh, their their browser history because they're just going to look like complete freaks. <laughs> Rate of decay on a body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like I I wrote I finished writing a couple months ago. Um, uh, a, a zombie story and I was just looking up like details of like particular guns and stuff like that and as I'm like googling this I'm just like I'm gonna end up on some sort of watch list here and it's gonna completely ruin me before I even get started <laughs> that'd be everyone's biggest fear what's the weirdest thing you've had <laughs> to research um there was a crime story I was writing once uh, that was kind of like a supernatural element to it. And I was trying to, for just a sense of realism, like look up the type of uh, uh, fungi that would like grow up around like a buried dead body. Um, and yeah, that that was one that I was definitely like, as I was Googling it, it was just like, man something happens to somebody that I like am acquainted with and they come <laughs> looking at my Google search history, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. So um, what, about, made yeah. you wanna, what made you want to be a writer? Um, reading, I mean, initially my, uh, my parents uh, both 
just made it a priority when I was very young to make reading very important to us, uh, to me and uh, the rest of my family. And uh, so every night, it's like story time before bed. Um, then eventually it was like, here, you can go to the library and pick out what you want. Here, let's go to the bookstore. And that just eventually was just like, hey, I wonder if I could just do this myself. And uh, yeah, I, I, I can to a, to a degree. I'm, I'm working on it and getting better at it. Um, but man, when I first started writing, it was like really angsty, like overly dark stuff, not in like, like the way extreme is dark, but just like, you know, typical teenager, you know, bitching mm-hmm. about how hard life is before life actually gets hard. <laughs> yeah. Life gets a whole lot harder after the age of a uh, 17, 18. <laughs> yep. Yep. It really does. <laughs> it's the fun parts though. But yeah. um, I recently saw you at AuthorCon too. What was your experience like there? Oh man, that was awesome. Um, you know, I, I went in with low expectations as far as sales are concerned. Um, I was just like, I mostly just wanted to shake some hands and get to meet some people. I mean, I was fortunate to just be sitting right next to you. So, and I saw, I saw your, uh, your, business card laying out. It's like, oh, I listen to your podcast all the time. And now here we are, uh, here we are recording an episode. And that's, I mean, that was more my expectation, just getting to meet people like you and make some connections. And uh, uh, having gone twice, once as a, as just a patron and once as a a vendor, uh, I couldn't imagine a better place to do that. Oh, it's super nice there. I was surprised how many people remembered me. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, like you know, people remembered me as as a as just a patron. Uh, Aaron Beauregard uh, came up to me when he saw that as a table, and he's like, "It was really awesome to to see that you went from just uh, attending last year to having a table." It was, it, I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised that you remember me. That's super cool." That guy's so nice. Yeah, I love Aaron. Yeah. Some of his books put me off a bit, but he's like the best dude ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I read the slob crazy. and I'm like, I'm now judging you, Aaron. <laughs> it's just crazy to think that that guy is as nice as he is and writes some of the most demented shit that you'll ever see in print. Yeah, they're all nice. Like him, Volpe, um, yeah. Triana. They're all just the nicest dudes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got to hang with them a little bit while I was out there. I think that's probably my best part of their whole thing was just hanging out by the pool table, meeting new people and just like sharing the love of books. Yeah. Saturday night, which turned into much too early Sunday morning was spent <laughs> just hanging out with a, with a ton of different writers. Like, you know, I'm, I, I'm just an up and comer, but being able to just sit around and hang out with some of those guys is just really an incredible experience. It's cool, too, because there's, like, no clicks there at all. Like, everyone's yeah, just yeah. super open hanging out. Everybody wants to hang out. Like, everybody is just like, oh, you like books? I like books. We also like really scary books. Let's chill. Yeah. yeah. Really, really nice environment. Especially if you have a bottle of alcohol with you. 
then they really want to hang out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you uh, happen to have a bottle of uh, cheap Evan Williams, you're going to make a lot of friends. <laughs> so what are the conventions you have coming up this year? Anything? Um, uh, not any horse specific ones. I have one in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, that is, that's just highlighting like, uh, indie authors in general. It's not specific to horror. Um, and then I, that's actually all I have planned right now. I'm, I'm already anticipating AuthorCon 3 and like, getting in my mind that I need to be sitting next to a computer for the moment that those go on, those tables go on sale. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, I think they sold out in like less than an hour last year, at least the main room did. And I think it's going to be even faster this year. Yeah, it definitely will be. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all the time we got, but thank you so much for being on here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. It's good chatting, and uh, I hope to see you at AuthorCon next year, man. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Have a great night, man. All right, have a good one. Bye. Hey, Family Fright Night listeners. It's your host, Chase Will, here to quickly tell you about my latest novel, Moving Through, available now at Amazon.com. Moving Through follows a group of high school seniors as they mourn the death of their mentor while inciting a school-wide rebellion against censorship. Clay McLeod Chapman, author of Ghost Eaters, calls Moving Through a clenched jaw of a novel, complete with brutally candid prose that reads like gritted teeth. Anderson Prunty, author of Dreaditation, calls Moving Through a visceral soul punch of a book. You can find Moving Through at Amazon.com or at ChaseWill.com. Hope you check it out.